I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, December 12th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Jay, I've got some good news for our fact of the date. There are 1.5 billion inactive Twitter accounts that will soon be removed from the platform. So that means that the username you've always wanted might suddenly be available. Is there a username that you've had your eye on, Jay? No, but I've been through this a million billion times. I have my own my own name on Twitter, my own handle, but there were several businesses that I used to own where the domains were gobbled up. What about you? Well, so I, I've been very lucky. I was a very, very early user of Twitter. I think I might be the earliest of anyone I know. I got Twitter in like a long, long time ago. And so I got B Chang. You can imagine how many B Changs there are in the world. And so I got very lucky with that. Now, what I'd love to get, if possible, is the peak. So right now we have read the peak. Obviously, we do a, we do a podcast too, Jay. So I would rather just get the peak, period. But it's looking like I, I think that's a radio station in Vancouver. So I'm not going to get that anytime soon. No, they also have 26.8 thousand followers, I just realized. so. Well, hey, let a man dream. Sure, fair. Maybe the radio station go out of business. They'll change the name yeah. to Hot Country in Vancouver. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always where it goes. Brett, aside from your Twitter names, what do we have for Peak Files today? I wish no ill will on anyone, Jay, especially if the only thing that I get out of it is a, is a Twitter username. Here's what we've got for you, Peak Pals, today. For our first story, the crypto mining rush is over. For our second story, retailers want you to spend. And for our third story, the slopes, well, they're going to be busy. For our first story, just as miners headed to Canada in 1896 to cash in on the gold rush, crypto miners have found their way up north for a different kind of rush involving Bitcoin. But given the ongoing meltdown of the sector, the loot may be drying up too. Not a lot of surprise here, Brett, considering the recent crypto crash. How is it affecting our energy grid? So Quebec actually became a destination for crypto mining, a practice often criticized for its high energy use by boasting some of North America's cheapest energy prices. But now... Hydro-Quebec has asked the province for permission to reallocate energy to other projects. This is per the Wall Street Journal. When Quebec sniffed an opportunity to become a crypto powerhouse in 2019, the province went so far as to allocate extra power to some miners. These days, Hydro-Quebec would prefer to ink lucrative power deals with places like New York City and Massachusetts and meet its own population's needs. And Manitoba, another province that drew in crypto miners with cheap energy, recently announced a 18-month moratorium on new mining projects claiming they wouldn't bring in enough good jobs to offset their burden on the electrical grid. And here's why it matters, Brett. Canada was the fourth largest producer of Bitcoin last year, but of course, much has changed since then, which we talk about almost every day. As concerns pile up over the intense energy usage involved with crypto mining and the value of crypto itself, provinces may no longer see it as a viable pursuit. For our second story, all that retailers want for Christmas is for you to just spend, spend, and spend. According to the New York Times, November and December can account for up to a quarter of annual sales for department stores and specialty retailers, but shoppers are heading into the current season reluctant to shop like they used to. Jay, what do we know so far about how the holiday season is going to go for retailers? Well, according to Deloitte Canada, the average household will spend $1,520 this year on the holidays, which is 17% less than in 2021, as Canadians brace for economic headwinds. Now, Marty Weintraub, Deloitte Canada's national retail leader, told The Peak that across income brackets, customers have seen their buying power shrink, but added that those looking to stretch their dollars will see great deals as retailers sit on excess inventory. And Canadian mega brands are already feeling the pinch. Shares dropped for Lululemon about 12.5% after reporting lower than expected profitability. Meanwhile, Roots was down 9.7%, reported a sales drop of 8.5% compared to last year, citing factors like mass discounts and a shift from cozy 
to work appropriate wear. That hasn't been true for me, but I'm sure that is for many folks, Jim. And here's why it matters. As retailers compete for fewer dollars this holiday season, customers are on track to get the deals they're looking for, even if it means trading down brands. Staying in tune with those needs will be critical for retailers until the economy normalizes. And to zoom out a bit, a disappointing holiday season could result in business closures, restructurings, and layoffs for the retail sector in 2023. Amazon, Peloton, FedEx, Walmart, and The Gap have already either laid off workers or implemented hiring freezes to save their bottom line. And... For our third story, important news for skiers and snowboarders. If you're planning to shred some pow over the holidays, chances are you'll have a lot of company. That's terrible news for skiers and snowboarders, Jay. Here's what's driving the news. Canada's ski hills and resorts are gearing up for a record-setting winter. The Canadian Ski Council claims sales of early season ski passes are up 20% on the year, so far spelling a potential record number of visitors. Last year, Canadian ski hills drew 18.6 million visits, a 13% spike from 2020, and the best year-over-year increase in over 20 years. All the while, 335,000 skiers and snowboarders decided to hit the slopes for the very first time. Canada's biggest ski resorts are feeling optimistic too. Top spots for Canadian skiing like Lake Louise and Blue Mountain are upgrading facilities, adding things like new lifts, easier routes for the surge of newcomers. And in the case of Bowler Mountain, a high-tech snowmaking machine to better prepare for a busy season. Sales of season passes for Vail, which is the owner of Whistler Blackcomb, the biggest ski resort in North America, are up 86% compared to three years ago. Wow. And here's why it matters. Consumers may be cutting back on spending in some areas as they grapple with the rising cost of living, but they're still showing a penchant for spending on events and activities to make up for the time spent cooped up inside during the height of the pandemic. Despite its high cost, skiing is delivering on that desire for experience-based purchases, leaving people more than happy to further fuel Canada's already $4 billion snow sports sector. And Brent, if you want to see some of the results of this, you can follow Epic Lift Lines on Instagram. A great follow. That's a good follow. And Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. You've got a second one out. Follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, is this the season we record a podcast on a chairlift? We'd have to find a really big chairlift, Jay. A six-minute long chairlift. That's a, I think you got to get a whistler for that. Well, I'm all for that. If, if the Peak is paying, I'll be at Whistler yeah. to report a podcast later this season. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, have a good day. You too, Jay.